What you know? No, bitch, I'm gonna tell you something Yo, good. good. Yeah. It's Jimmy. Yeah. Hi, Adi Brian. And this is uh, PS4080. This is Six Period. How are you? Pretty good, man. Man, I feel like at this point, I should just do enough research where I can do a whole conversation language from there. Yeah. And just completely <laughs> throw you off. Do like Duolingo, like maybe even delay. Let's start doing the episode every other week. Yeah. <laughs> like a language we have to have subtitles for a podcast doesn't make any fucking <laughs> nope. sense but you know what i'm i think the podcast is just maybe more of an opportunity for self-betterment for yeah, myself exactly <laughs> so i'm gonna start learning mad languages never use them outside of the one episode podcast. Yeah. you forget i'm gonna have so much useless knowledge you forget immediately yeah uh, this is actually a special episode uh because I, I think if i'm doing the time correctly it's our last one of the year it might be. I think it probably is. will be. Yeah, uh, it's the holidays. You know, holidays meaning that we're all traveling like crazy. Yeah. So our Tuesdays are kind of going to be spent up for the next like two, two, three weeks, um, and we'll come back in the new year stronger than ever. But because it's the last episode of the year, it means that it's our time to do our top ten albums. Uh, this whole past year, you guys have. If you've been listening, you've heard us discuss some albums at the end of each podcast. Yeah. Now we're going to do that for the entire episode. Uh, we have a couple of different lists that we have lined up for you uh, started out. So yeah. what I'm thinking that we do is uh, we can start with our top 10. We do uh, 10 to 6, and then we do our individual lists, and then come back for 5 to 1. Does that sound good to you? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. So um, do you want to kick us off, or do you want me to kick it off? Uh, you can go first. All right, so I'm gonna start from ten, okay, and then we'll march our way up. Ten was actually kind of tough because I I had a list already made, and I was like, oh yeah, these are all great albums that yeah. I listened to multiple times. Yeah. Um, and then I got to number ten, and I was like, but wait, like, was like let five me let's, wait, let's back up. Like yeah. when you listen to music normally, do you listen to do you save a lot of songs, just individual songs from a project? Do you tend to like save the whole album? That's actually a great question. I, I save mostly songs. Yeah. I don't like to have the full album yeah. there uh, because it's just the way Spotify does their like okay. saved kind of library thing. Um, but yeah, I do. So then that makes it more deliberate. Like when you're listening to full albums over and over again. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. If, if I was, yeah, I don't, I rarely now listen to full albums like yeah. all the way through over and over and over again. Those are more back in like the CD days, which yeah. were awesome. But yeah. Uh, I mean, not in like succession. I meant like at some point in a given period of time, you listen to a whole album. Yeah, this is the yeah. whole album like once, twice maybe. Yeah. And then I just start listening to the songs yeah. that I really, really like. Uh, which sometimes is good thing, sometimes not. You yeah. know, sometimes, you know, you'll be playing something and it's from an album I've listened to like hundreds of times. Right. It's just one of the songs I didn't save. And now I'm like, I'll have to go back and, and save that okay. song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but the criteria that I use mostly for my list, and I'm pretty sure you use the same, is just like songs that I've, you know, albums that have songs that I've listened to multiple times. That yeah, I we're not saying these are like, yeah, uh, I this don't is like the be-all, end-all, top 10. Like, these are our favorite top 10 albums. Exactly. It's not like any critical thing. So yeah. if your favorite album but isn't on there. But fuck all your opinions. Yeah, if like, your favorite album isn't on there, don't come at our necks. I yeah, mean, I don't want Because you're just wrong. They'll be better. <laughs> Did you see the whole Crooked Eye situation with, uh, uh, what do you call it, a DJ Booth? Today? Yeah. Or is it DJ Booth? I don't know. Crooked Eye went at them? Um, yeah, Crooked Eye went on them because they had like a 50 best album list. Yeah. It didn't include like Eminem and Lupe and stuff like that. Yeah. And if I was thinking about my top, if I had to do 50, I yeah. don't know if I would put Eminem on there. Yeah. But this just, year? Yeah, this year. Oh, know, yeah. Kamikaze Eminem's not making that. that. Yeah. yeah. So Kamikaze came out this year. You know, he's going to ride with Detroit. So. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, and so this is. was doing another fucking. Was it bad? Not Bad Meets Evil. Uh, Slaughterhouse. Yeah, but yeah, is anyway. anybody asking for Slaughterhouse? No. Exactly. Um, so this is just, you know, like I said, our top 10. Yeah, album. number 10. My number 10 is ASAP Rocky Testing. Word. I was um, wondering if this was going to make your list. Yes, it definitely is. Uh, ASAP Rocky Test, like Testing was one of those <laughs> albums where the first time I heard it in its entirety, I thought it was way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did think it had memorable moments, but I felt like because of its length, I was never going to go back and try to find those moments again. Yeah. But then eventually, just because of the way, you know, randomized and stuff like that, yeah. multiple songs kept coming up. And songs like, you know, what is it, Beeper or like, you know, kind of those kind of songs. Yeah. They kept finding their way turning on. OG Beeper. They kept finding ways like onto my phone and playing in my ears. And I started just actually seeking them out. Uh, I thought pretty much 
from beginning to end. Well, from beginning to middle, it was like really well. Did his previous albums also have the same effect? No, the previous. You just liked them immediately. His previous ones? No, I didn't oh, like okay. them. Yeah, I thought um, "Long Live" was disappointing, and yeah. I thought um, what was the one after that? The that long last. Yeah, I thought that "Long Last" was also slightly disappointing, yeah. but this one to me, I feel like he hit the songs that are really good. I think he hit his perfect groove on them. And I also think that he is going in the right direction. And if it wasn't for the streaming era, it would have been a better album. Because yeah. I feel like he put some songs on there just for the stream, like algorithms yeah. that didn't necessarily need to be there. Um, and I think the remix he did with Cuddy for a Long Live or whatever the song is called mm. was much better than the actual single was. Mm. Um, whether that's because of Cuddy. I wonder how many artists would admit that if you're like, if we were in the CD era, not like streaming, mm -hmm. would this album have looked different today? That's you know yeah. I, mean? like, I don't. How know. many of them would admit to that? I feel like testing is one of the ones where, like, in a few years, you'll be able to point to, like, yeah, this is streaming era. Yeah. Like, well, I wonder if Rocky would ever admit that. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay. I kept coming back to some of the songs that. You What's know, your favorite song on it? Probably uh, OG Beaver. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. probably like my favorite. It's the one song I played the most. So yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right. How about you? Number ten for me was Swiss Beats's album Poison. Mm. Um, I think it was 10 songs long. It was basically a party playlist, but not, not even really a party. It was like a really well put together playlist, I guess. It's just like all hits, but for different sounds like party hits, but then like also like smoking songs that you could just fucking chill to. Um, all the guest features were really well done. Um, I didn't, I mean, I've always... I've never discounted or counted Swizz Beats out as being as like a, a relevant producer. He's managed to fucking do enough at the right time to like for the kids to know who he is. I feel like mm -hmm. I don't know how many kids would actually know him by name or like what he looks like, but he's doing a good job of staying relevant at least with older fans like me, like us. Yeah, um, I think so. So that's definitely. No, I mean, he's also doing the most. He's like fucking doing like art and like. I don't know if he's still the creative director for like Lotus or some shit, some like mm. really luxury car brand. Yeah, I, I don't know. I do know that he gave us probably one of the best Nas songs this year. Yeah, Easily. that was an incredible Nas song. Even with Nas dropping an album, yeah, right, it was top. Right. I thought they were supposed to drop an album. That's they still yeah, might. Yeah, I, I think they right? might because I think Nas went back to the drawing board after yeah. Nas year, and it was like, like <laughs> I'm gonna go back yeah, to what I know. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, I I think so. I think that was probably one of the. Bad yeah. points in the Kanye, what was that, May? The right. May of Kanye. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anything else to say about No. Your favorite song in there? Um, I don't know. As soon as I ask you that, I'm like, fuck, I don't have any favorite songs off all these. Yeah, me I too. Just, like, I, 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 <laughs> if I listen to it, maybe. But at this point, if it's on this list, almost all the songs are really good. Oh, fucking the gig song is really good. Mm hmm. Um, the one with Kendrick and two thirds of the locks was really good. Yes, Something dirty. Um, yeah, those are probably my favorite songs off of it for sure. And the Nas song. Yeah, the Nas yeah. song's fantastic. Yeah. Um, my number nine is uh, Amber Mark. Uh, no Carl shit. Axel. Yeah. That's my number nine too. Is it really? Nice. <laughs> uh, I think. I don't like five, four and every four. single one of them is fire. Yeah, dude. Like every single one of them is like yeah. a throwback to like I don't even know. It's like a new fusion of sounds that she does yeah. that doesn't sound like she's trying to compete with some of the older R and B, mm -hmm. uh, which is topical because of the king of R and B conversation. But sure. every song is fire. The songwriting is amazing. The production's fantastic. Yeah. Um, the album art's crazy. Like everything about it was yeah. just like enjoyable. And like I was on the yeah. train when I first heard it, and I heard it because you were like, "Yo, you gotta listen to it." Yeah. And I was on the train. And I was like, "Wow, this is a shitty train ride, but this music right. is making it worth it." That's know? one of the projects where I'm like, "Fuck!" I thought this came out last year. And yeah. I was so much. <laughs> I thought she. I thought she did fantastic. Yeah. Um, that was my debut to her, and mm. it made me go back to listen to her album. So. Yeah, it's it's so. It's like what artists strive for, like timeless and being like leaning forward because it was like R and B's and obviously it's it's having such a strong resurgence, but no one was doing. And it's weird too because the Brazilian like drum rhythm, like bossa nova, is like so popular in mm -hmm. like the soul election already and like production scene. How did no singer really tap into this? That she did. I don't even think she's South American, mm -hmm. um, but she just fucking nailed it with this one. Um, 
Yeah, it wasn't. There wasn't like a boring. I, there might have been one song that I didn't like as much, but overall, it's, it's but see, it's like you didn't like as much. Yeah, right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's just it's just a great short EP. She she put out another project which is pretty solid this year, mm-hmm. but um, this one's definitely better. Yeah, this it, it uh, it it takes you in. It's like one of those uh projects that you'll. She's put also on my future wife. So really, yeah, oh, I didn't know. I that. interviewed her. I'm like, yeah, she's really she's fucking <laughs> gorgeous too. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um. So should I just go to eight? Because we both yeah, the same sure. nine. Uh, Definitely not the same number eight. Yeah. Uh, my number eight is Unknown Mortal Orchestra Sex and Food. Nice. Um, so they're like a um, psychedelic kind of band, like a new age psychedelic How band. How many members are there? I never looked into their... Bro, I never looked into the, yeah. the lineup. But all I know is I listened to this one album, and then I listened to all their projects. And if you look at my like library of songs that I like saved or whatever, there's like at least... like. 20 or 30 unknown mortal orchestras all at the same hmm. time because i listened to their discography like in a day i was right. like this this band is amazing they came out with another project later on that was a little bit more instrumental based but yeah some of these grooves that are on here like what they what they displayed on this project was not only that they could do psychedelic but like psychedelic is a bigger genre than just like psychedelic right there's no like one way to do it right they had funk grooves in there randomly soul yep. vibes at some points uh, the Bumblebee, which is probably my favorite, uh, Honeybee, yeah. probably my favorite song in the project. What they were doing with that and like the use of their vo- like vocals and the vocalizations was like second to none. Yeah. Like, I think this year by far they were uh, in in that genre kind of. They were the ones to beat, and I don't think anybody really did. Yeah, I don't think anybody really tried. But you know. Uh, big big fans. If you're into like really good instrumentals, really good guitarists, piano, like a lot of their song lengths are also like pretty unconventionally long, right? Yeah, like yeah. like some of them. Like there's one song that some I really, people, really liked. It was like yeah. two minutes, and then there was one song that that I was like, man, this is kind of running on. And I look at it, it's like seven minutes long. It's like oh okay. yeah, they just kept grooving out. Yeah, you got to be open to that shit. <laughs> it's like a fish kind of thing. Where it's just like nah, we're just we're just a groove band. Yeah, they're filling it out, man. Yeah, just just letting, letting the music move. You yeah. know, <laughs> uh, you're number eight. Um, it is Hot Snakes. Uh, mm-hmm. The band is, or sorry, the uh, the album is Jericho Sirens. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I didn't do much. So they're a band that formed in '99 in California, wow. and then Sub Pop, I think, hit them up to like do another album, and they put it out. And it's just like, like what I want classic American rock to sound like, mm-hmm. and it's fucking high energy, high octane, like just from guitar riffs to, to the singer's attitude. Um, I feel like it could be used in like skate videos. It could be fucking an entrance song to like an MMA fighter. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's great. It's just, and there's just so many, there's like maybe one or two songs that is like low energy out of like 13 and the rest of them are just all fucking like, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. hundred miles per hour. Wait, yeah. so they, they formed 1999, dropped their yeah. album and they what disappeared and they came back for this. Uh, I'm not sure actually I don't know much about them but thankfully the internet is faster than I can talk Mm. Um, so they disbanded in 2005 and then reunited in 2011 that's crazy so this is like the first album in like close to a decade yeah and I haven't really actually even gone back to their older stuff to see how it compares to this Um, I probably will right after this but yeah it's uh it's fucking great. If you have a late night drive and you want to stay awake, put this shit on. Oh, for sure. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like it's one of those that you like, if you want to get ant for like yeah. anything, just put this album yeah. on. You don't even have to have a reason. Yeah, let it rip. Yeah. You know? I like that. Yeah. I got to give them a try. I, I, you, you talked about it before, but I have Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I wanted to catch them live, but they fucking canceled their show in New York City. I think one of them got sick or something. Yeah, they, they, something happened. I remember you Yeah, you I was hyped for that. Um, okay, so moving on to yeah. my number seven. Uh, this one was kind of hard. I didn't know where to place it exactly, but I think seven's fine. And it's yeah. novelist, novelist guy. Okay. Uh, I knew I was going to have this on the list. I just didn't know where I was going to place it. Yeah. Um, novelist guy, you know, I came to it later. Uh, and it's an interesting and odd album period. Like, yeah. it's not your typical grime album. And I, I, yeah. what I'm noticing about grime a lot, too, is that Grime has a very uh, deep like connection with spirituality that I previously just 
pass off. Okay. Because it's not just like novelists, but also guys like Skepta who are like really into like, yo, just trust Jesus. Like just randomly. Yeah. Or just like, yo, thugs, trust Jesus. What? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And I, but I think the way that uh, novelists came and approached that topic wasn't cheesy or mm. over the top. Like it wasn't like one of those chance things where he's going to have a choir singing. He's just yeah, going to yeah. say like a line that's kind of, right. it's going to be dope and like cool and gangster. But it's, it's also like, like passing, yeah. yeah, it's also like, wait, did you say that you should go to church on something? Yeah, what, right. Like what? Uh, but uh, starter, like starting, I guess, is the song and then ending is the instrumental version of it. Mm-hmm. Both are fire. Like yeah. the instrumental is just crazy. Yeah, And he produced the whole album. Like, right yeah, there, right? I'm yeah. pretty sure he produced yeah. like 100% of this. Yeah, uh, That was the thing that took it over the top for me that why I like this so much is because yeah. the production varied from track to track and like very unique ways. And if you play those instrumentals, like save for like one or two, it would. I feel like most people would be like, "That's not a grime album." Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just that's sounds the thing way too. Like my different. senior about to describe it, I'm like, "I grime is not the first word. It's just a hip hop album." Exactly. To me. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's his lyricism is great, and I also like the fact that he doesn't try to hit you over the head with bars. Like yeah. grime and like bars are like very important yeah, still. Right. Like you know, it's not even like in America where, uh, you know, flow could kind of. Drive the album. No, J. Cole would last over there. More than I would say Aesop Rocky. You know, Aesop Rocky has a swag and coolness to him. I feel like his like come up with them much harder in like Britain than it would be over here. Because over like over there, it's like, yo, I need to hear the bars. Like bar, 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 bar. Um but I don't think he would have done grind back there. I think he probably would have done drill or something. But um yeah, I think he I think he just showed up and he really this is his debut. I've been following him since he was like seventeen mm-hmm. and now he's like twenty something and he really delivered. I didn't expect him to deliver because when you have these artists you follow for so long and then like they take like a six year hiatus. Not even hiatus, just not putting out anything. Yeah. Usually when they come back it's a little not too good. Yeah. Or it's like, uh it's just a little too It's gonna happen with Genesis, man. Uh, he's dropping his debut album next year. He's never had an album? No, bro. What? Yes. He had hits, bro. That's crazy. I know. It's been like five years, I'm pretty sure. No, Coco that was one came out like a fucking tracker, but Coco yeah. came out like years ago. That's what I'm saying, dude. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's, but yeah, so we're we're expecting a fucking greatest hits right now from Yeah. Right? I mean, Jesus, you must have shit on the back end like crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But no, novelist is great. The thing about this, like, novelist that I'm really, that excites me even more is that, like, I feel like his next project's going to be completely different. Yeah. Because, like, from the first time that I heard about him, which I think probably through you, like, years ago, like, his sound has changed. Like, he wasn't making music like this, like, years ago. He was making traditional grime. Right. Like, he was a part, there was, like, this new wave of grime that came up that was kind of, like, rejecting... Because grime went from being like in the you know in the stores and pirate radio to being mainstream and being a little bit more poppy and like flashy and then it came back right. like during like the novelist and skeptic getting really big yeah. era. So like not, he was a part of that vanguard of being like no we're just strictly just like rapping our asses off and just gonna go hard. And to hear this is like a total one eighty of what he was doing before and it worked. Though. I didn't expect this at yeah, all. It worked like in such a way and I knew he was a great producer because I think a lot of there's a lot of producers in London that are not getting the just do because they're in London. True. But um yeah, I, I would say look out for him and definitely go back to Novel's guy. If you have listened to yeah. it, go no, back I definitely to did, yeah. It was good. Yeah. I'm talking about listeners. I know you Oh for sure, for sure. Uh you sir. Yes. Uh, my number seven we're on seven, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, Bohan Phoenix's project overseas? Nice, yes. Yeah, it was great. Um, that one, I there's like maybe one or two songs that I wasn't really a fan of, but overall, it's like the the it's a good introduction album to Bohan mm-hmm. because it's the most probably diverse sound executed like to the best way each time, and he has like like just straight trap kind of like party beats and even like makes fun of himself where there's like skits about it. Uh, but then he has like other songs that are I mean most of his songs are has a meaning to it but then he has like goes into like the deeper like dual identity he has as being he's too like Asian to be accepted in America but too American to be like accepted in Asia um, there's a lot of like that going on which has always been part of his career but this album I think uh, has the best production behind it and best uh, expression of all those thoughts I guess um, and he has some great production on it um shout out to also allison who's been managing him like she's helped out a ton with his shit um but it's yeah it's kind of crazy like i remember the first time she like even told me about him years ago so yo there's this like 
Chinese rapper. I'm making it like, you know, work with him at some point. I'm like, yo, you just said Asian rapper. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Let's fucking go. I want to hear this shit. Let's run it, run yeah. it, run it. So it's dope to see him come this far. Like he was, he did a show at Central Park earlier this year during the Summer Stage series, which was dope. Um, yeah. So. I also love that video that he had when he was playing the piano and it had like yeah. tons of cameras. Yeah, like that was that. a really cool video idea. It was like an interactive version on your phone that you yeah. could watch. That was change camera dope. angles and shit. Yeah, it was that's, dope. That's so dope. Yeah. And even the title itself is just like everything's different meanings. Yeah. And yeah. He, he like, that's one of the things that like, always impressed me with Bohan is that he's okay with trying out new things but also always has it rooted in what he knows and what he's yeah, experienced about and it's, it's it certain artists so do it really well yeah, yeah I think like him it comes out genuine yeah, yeah. Like it never comes out like oh I'm trying to be this it's like no yeah. no this is who he is like, right. you know, yeah. I like that for sure uh, good guy good guy great uh, guy yeah great guy great guy uh, my number six probably is gonna be like in three years I'll probably regret putting it at six, probably really? be, it'll be a little it'll be bit higher. Okay. Yeah, uh, I have Playboy Cardi die lit as number six. I wanted to put that on here. I, I really think it's did. just fire. Every yeah. like, so there's so many songs on here that are yeah, just like ridiculous. Yeah, R.I.P. That one's definitely crazy. R.I.P. Fredo, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like there's just so many like tracks that are just like, yo, this shouldn't be as good as it is. Yeah, because he's saying like, five dude, that words. cover is so fucking incredible too. <laughs> the backflip off the stage. Yeah, it's right. Like, Yo, he really wanted to go for a punk like kind of vibe, and I think he yeah. actually succeeded in like being punk trap, yeah. which is like a concept. It's I never what Vic Mensa wants to be. I don't know what Vince Men- Vic if, Mensa if, if has he a what he wanted to do. Yeah, Vic Mensa yeah. has a Harley, and he's dabbing up people in hoods that he's not even yeah. from. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, but, next uh, year he's just gonna have white dudes in his crew just to be ironic. Yeah. <laughs> just all shaved, and be like, Nah, man, they yeah. love Jesus. <laughs> Okay, Vic. <laughs> and he's going to be eating saltines the yeah. entire year. That's yeah. just going to be him. But uh, for some, yeah, there's just too many good moments on Die Lit that even if I didn't want to put it on that list, it would be a shame. Are there any songs you don't like on it? That's tough. I don't know. You know what's the funniest moment to me is? Mileage, which is a great song, yeah. features Chief Keef, who's notorious for saying no. <laughs> talking about it's okay if your pussy has mileage he's like okay that your pussy has mileage i mean chief keeps an older man now he's different than when yes. we started so <laughs> we should give him some creative leeway to change as a man yeah it's <laughs> some creative license so you can even lean for real with skepta is fire like there's so many yeah like that's probably one of my favorite fire songs tracks on this thing uh <laughs> it's it, it's nuts. I highly, highly, highly. If you are typically like, I don't think anyone does it on that. Yeah, I don't think so either. But just in case you're like, you didn't want to listen to it because yeah. you don't like, you done fucked uh, up if you haven't. You don't like him, then you, you fucked up. You need to listen to him. Yeah. Your turn. Yeah, I think for me, like seven to four mm-hmm. is like interchangeable based on how I feel this the yeah. day. You know what I mean? I feel you. Uh, but for me, uh, six, right? Mm-hmm. Six is uh, Parquet Courts, mm-hmm. uh, the album Wide Awake. I think it's their second album now or second or third um it's the one produced by danger mouse mm. um i just saw them live also on saturday um yeah it's such different i don't know this this is like one that's near and dear to me probably but like maybe a lot of people won't just be into it's mm. just different weird rock it's like a lot of like the melodies are kind of on the upbeat which is a little different but it's not in a punk way it's like almost I don't even want to say folky because that puts the wrong mindset in people's heads, but it's not like super heavy. It's not like Death From Above. It's not like um, Hot Snakes, but it's like still fucking catchy and like um, the singer's voice is pretty different. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely just something that I've gone back to. Like I've listened to the whole album again like multiple times and seeing that live was fucking great too. Yeah. So. Does uh, Danger Mouse's involvement have any influence on the pick? I think he did an amazing job because it was basically their sound from their previous album, but just like more, not advanced, but refined. just like, yeah, not even like refined because that's just such a weird, mm-hmm. vague term. Mm-hmm. It's like he took, he pushed it in a like one step further, I mm-hmm. guess. And it was just like, why don't you try it this way? And it just came out better and like yeah. more parquet courts than it was before i mean he's just a fucking genius like that he can just like he's he's so well versed in so many types of music but um yeah i mean i guess in that sense that's, that's yeah. good I, I need to listen to it i keep 
forgetting to go back and listen to it, mostly because I don't know how to spell their name. Yeah, right. Uh, P-A-R-Q-U-E-T, Quartz. Like C-O-U-R-T-S? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it also sounds like Quartz sometimes, so like C-H-O-R-T-S. Uh, okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. All right, so we decided previously, uh, when we discussed when we were going to do this, to have our top 10 albums and then have out, uh, a list where it's more individual, like something that we wanted to list. Yeah. Uh, so neither of our, like the next list that we're going to do, we're going to come back to five to one, but uh, the next list that we did, we both don't have lists yeah. for each other. So it's not going to go back and forth, back Just and forth. going to run through them. Uh, yeah, we can also comment and stuff like that. Cause I feel no, like you can't comment on my list. Oh, okay. I yeah. can't? No. Oh, okay. You can no. comment on mine. Cause I'm, I'm just, if I want to. Yeah, if, yeah. if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Do you, bro. Okay. Do you, bro. Cool. Do you. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. Because right, cool. you went first on the last one. I guess. Um, so I did the top... I was going to do the top 10 shows, live shows that I went to this year. But I think more than that, it's going to be the top 10 live sets. Because mm. the whole show, like the other acts, they were cool. But it was really that one set that I really remember. Mm-hmm. Um, number 10 is Tiana Taylor. Uh, when I saw her at... PlayStation Theater now? I don't even know what the fuck it's called. PlayStation anymore. Theater. It keeps changing, yeah. yeah it's PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Theater. theater. Um, the same tour that she apparently got Jeremiah kicked off of, which was his, his tour. tour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she did a, she had a great live show. She fucking... It's like... It wasn't anything like crazy. It wasn't anything different that I hadn't seen at a live hip-hop show, but it was just all executed really well. And she's like... She has a dope voice. So it was just fucking great to see finally because like yeah. you wish so much to like see a show that like hers and then it finally happens like oh that's what it's still like to enjoy a live show <laughs> and, like, not regret trying to like be there um but yeah she was dope um her ep this year that she dropped was probably one of my favorites mm-hmm. of the good music releases um so definitely that number nine was kelly uchi's at uh mm-hmm. terminal five mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was fucking great she just she sounds great live as much as she does on on record um the show was the opening was great she like danced behind like this kind of um screen so you can only see her silhouette for like the whole song it was just like her like dancing in place and then like her interaction she like opened up and told stories like the whole nine like cute fucking teenager shit but it was just really well done and she has a great voice it's just so disappointing to ever see a singer live and be like you don't sound like this on the album um and then number eight was Toro Imwa, which we went to yeah. see. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised he's on there. Yeah. That set was crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, the set design was just something I had never even seen before. Yeah. I mean, this, all the songs he played were great. Um, the, the crowd is really into it. Yeah. Um, one of the security told me to politely put out a split, which was really <laughs> nice, because usually they're dickheads about it. Yeah. But that was great. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to like interview him tomorrow also. Actually. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I didn't know that was going to so happen. That's going to be pretty cool. That dude seems like a really chill bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, and his last album was fucking great. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then at number seven, seven, it was uh, Big Frida when I saw ah, her open at Brooklyn Steel. Yes. And that just, it's, I really need to go to New Orleans. I had to go to New Orleans. I like absolutely have to go to fucking New Orleans. You've been to New Orleans. Nah. I've never been to New Orleans. Bro, can we go together? Yeah, of course. It's going to be dangerous. That's fine. It's going to be reckless. That's how I live every day. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, just the fucking... That's what hip-hop shows should be like now, basically, Mm. where, like, everyone's dancing. She has dancers on stage who know how to dance, Mm -hmm. and they're fucking killing it, and the songs are just hype as hell. Um, But yeah, that's, like, that's... Maybe it's just because we don't have that in our scene. Mm -hmm. Like, just, we have the New York hip-hop scene. But, like, just because it was so different, it was fucking incredible to see live. No, Big Frida Live is just great. Yeah. Like, there's... The energy she brings is second to none. Um, I did see her in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And when she played Formation, just the beginning of it, people were more excited to hear her say her lines than the Beyonce track. Because they yeah, remixed the right, Beyonce track. Right. You know, no song is going to be a yeah. regular song. It's all going to be bounced out. And then, like you said, the energy and the dancing is so different. It's so yeah. foreign from what yeah, we're exactly. used to. So, like, yeah. And yeah. that's just, like, a given for them. That's, not like, a special occasion. Nope. Like, that's what they do. That's like, Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so then number six was also a show we went to. was Lil Ugly Mane. Oh, at fucking, yes. Uh, shit, what was that called? Brooklyn something? Uh, Brooklyn Bazaar. Bazaar, yeah. That show... 
had so many fucking great moments epic. and fucking weird nasty moments, yeah. but it was just fucking worth it. Remember that, remember that five foot three white chick pushed me the fuck out, like pretty much mushed yeah. me. Yeah, she pretty much mushed me. Yeah, and I didn't say I anything. You played football, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like, yo, I'm a big dude, and she yeah. was just like, nah, get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, she didn't fucking break sweat. She no. made it look easy. Then she got on stage, started twerking, and fell. Yeah, that was which great. Is great. That was great. Yeah, and then we got to interview uh, pretty much everybody that was on the tour afterwards, except for Lola. Yeah. Which yeah, there's stories to be told. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> part two, look out for that. Yeah, there's some stories. Episode coming. Shouts out to Mike Millions and the homies. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that show was crazy. It's just like that was like some high school. That was like the first high school rock band show I went to. Or just like yeah. kids I don't even know are just fucking going nuts. Yeah, I w- you know I wish we were younger when we saw. It. Yeah, like, right. You know, like, yeah, just lost their shit. Yeah, just lost their shit. Like, like literally, probably like, I would have lost yeah. my sweater. Like yeah. you tonight, lost your phone, we're going like, home and we're recording music. Yeah, that's right. what we're. Do- yeah. That's the type of vibe. Right, right, right. Like, they gave like yo anybody can do yeah. this and we're gonna do yeah. this. Like this is fucking. This amazing. could be us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But then number five. Uh, yeah, I guess. This was also we went to. You want to talk about good shows this year, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Um, I have then, a homie. I have a, I have a plug. Yeah, shout out that guy. <laughs> Number five is Fool's Gold Day Off. Yes. Um, thank you for reminding me of that earlier. Um, it was a great lineup the whole day. It really was. Dude, we saw Asia Doll for free. Yeah, Don like, Monique. Yeah. Uh, China. China, yo, China. Um, this is one of the ones where I think if you would have said certain sets, I'd have been mad at you because mm-hmm. this entire day had sets that were killing it. Yeah. China's set was fire. Yeah. Like she's dope. It was amazing. And then show me, uh, show me the body. Show me the body was the highlight. Oh my god! No, yeah. no, the highlight was Dem Franchise Boys. Thank you. Yeah, they did three songs, yeah, but each right. song was fire. Yeah. Like it was everyone was like, "Yeah, <laughs> what are we watching? Yeah. We're witnessing 2006 all yeah. over again." Yeah, but all the kids were into it. Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. people were moshing to my white tee. Like, bro, come on, bro. <laughs> I don't. We have to change the name, like cell phone rap. Ringtone yeah, rap, you did, like, you put more it's just I, we got to change it something else. Big shirts, like, yeah. Triple X, triple X sound, right? Triple X sound, <laughs> that platinum sound. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that whole day was pretty dope. It was fucking long as hell, but it was. Yeah. It was very long, and then we didn't realize we could go to back. We could go backstage until like the or go to the VIP room. Until, like, oh yeah. Remember that we did go yeah. back until like they were like fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just try to get in. Yeah. And they were like, dude, you should have been in here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but I also remember that was the first show where they had those uh, bracelets where you could pay for shit with it. No, I no, I, I had those before. Oh, okay. For me, that was the first one. And it was like, yo, this is such a genius way to yeah. just have people blow through money. Out. Yeah. Never, but that's the thing. When I'm at shows, one of the things that I'm also like a little nervous about yeah. is like pulling out my wallet and having my like card right there. Because like, yeah. there's pickpocket. Obviously, a lot yeah, of people yeah. I think about that all the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like to have just doing that is yeah. much easier. That's true. You know, I'm sure people could probably do some computer shit and you yeah, know, yeah, take right. it, but whatever. Um, but yeah, Full Fool's Gold. That was at... Um, yeah, the drinks weren't that bad, too. Where was that, what was that venue called again? Fuck, Knockdown Center. Yeah. yeah. And the drinks, the drink prices weren't that bad, if I remember no, correctly. No, yeah, I think it was like $8 a beer. Yeah, but I had, well, I had like Tall Boys. I had like yeah, four Tall Boys. Tall yeah, boys. They were. I remember we had a, I had a piss like a racehorse, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Fool's Gold Day Off is usually a good show, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so then my number four is Tenacious D at King's yeah. Theater. Yo. I'm actually wearing that hoodie now that I bought from them, which is fucking great. Mm-hmm. But the visuals and just like the whole structure of the show, I guess it was like it was more like a like a play, like a rock opera type shit. Really, it was fucking great, dude. And like one thing that like I wish my friend Steve was here, who took me to the show for his birthday. His mom bought him tickets, mm-hmm. and so we're sitting like maybe ten rows, fifteen rows from the front of the stage. And like five rows in front of us, there's this dude who clearly came with his girlfriend. And during like the first 15 minutes, you sit down and then like this, this stage opens up and it's just like a screen and they like start playing a video. And this whole time, everyone's sitting, but this guy is just standing with his arms crossed with his girl. And then like five minutes in, like people start yelling, he's like, yo, sit the fuck down. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, sit down and watch this shit. And he just like turns around and he's just like, just shakes his head, yeah. turns back around. And then this other big dude, like right in front of him because he hears other people complaining. He's like, yo, sit the fuck down. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? And he's just like, oh, okay. And he just like sits down. <laughs> and then like, out of nowhere, like, oh. And then later when they come on stage to actually play the music, like he starts like just booing them and like, yo, he was, I forget exactly what he says, but like play the, play the hits, play the classics or something. And like, we were just all like, dude, they're just playing the, the album that they just put yeah. out. And then like, there's a whole second act is them playing like their old shit. 
And then like this dude, the bigger dude, just stood up again and just like oh, like oh, like cocked his hand to fucking hit him. And then his girl just dragged him out. And he just must have been like I don't understand, but must he must have been stupid drunk. Either that or just like looked up to like go on a date to go like go to a show. Didn't know who Tenacious D was. Took his girl and was like. Didn't like it for That's whatever super reason. Obnoxious. Yeah, and it was just me and me and Steve were just like, "What the fuck is wrong yeah. with this man? <laughs> How do you ruin a good fucking show?" Nah, yeah, I mean for him, but like, I, I had a great bro. time. You know, yeah. just being vibes. Why, why yeah. are you doing all this extra shit? Yeah, man. But yeah, show is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three was Gorillas, which Woo! we went to together as well yep, yep, at MSG. Yep, 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 um, yep. Fucking yeah, that's that's that's. It's like a whole nother like live show, mm-hmm. like type of live show. You don't, I don't know anyone else who really does what they do probably visually. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, and it's crazy that they've, I assume that they've switched it up every tour. Yeah. And it's probably just as good every time. Yeah. Some so of the visuals, like, like the visuals are maintained yeah. a lot, but the, because of the track listing changing and the fact that all their music is kind of funky danceable. Yeah. That it's still like a non-stop ride. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So right. like you're still like, what the, like, you know, what's going to come next? Yeah. Gonna, you have that like anxious, like, you know, the anticipatory feeling like yeah. you know, something's going to happen now. So like, yeah, I, I love seeing the gorillas and that was a great one too. Cause I, I feel like they, it was a tighter set than the time I saw them the second oh, time. Yeah. It was like way tighter. And the fourth album they, or fifth album that they dropped is much better than humans. Yeah. To me, my yeah. personal opinion. Uh, and I thought some of the grooves were just like so fucking fire. Yeah. And the whole aesthetic of the stage and everything was just so much better than it was yeah. at the second time. But I did love it, love it, love it. And yeah. anytime I can see, it, I can hear El Manana live. That's probably like yeah, right. top five of my songs. That like yeah. in life. I don't think I've ever seen that kind of joy in your eyes before. Yeah, dude, I love El Manana. Bro. Yeah. That's like my favorite. It'll yeah. be like that in memory lane. I saw Nas. Then like a week later, I saw Gorillas, and yeah. it was just like this is in fucking bliss. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. But no, yeah, first time I'd seen them. I'll probably see them again. They're fucking great. Yeah. Um, highly, highly suggest spending the money. Go and see them. They're worth it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's weird because, like, I don't pay for shows. But, like, that one, like, yeah, we just immediately had to buy sh- tickets for that. Yeah. And I, I buy merch for them. Yeah. I don't normally buy merch. Right, right. I always yeah. buy merch. Right, for right. Those. Yeah, and their merch is dope, too. It is. It's fire, dude. Yeah. I like their stuff. Um, number two for me was Brockhampton. Oh, was that this year? Was that this year, actually, now that I think about it? It might have been, because it definitely wasn't... It was in January. No, I'm pretty sure it was last year. No, wasn't it in January? Because it was snow on the ground. Was it? We were fucking freezing in Sarakeem late. Oh, shit, it was this year. It was February. It was February. I just, just, as I was saying, I'm like, maybe maybe this is actually... Well, I forgot that we saw them. Holy shit. Yeah, Brockhampton. Um, The energy for that, from the very first song, from the very first beat, is like what any music fanatic like fucking not wants but like needs mm-hmm. like fucking like is addicted to that shit mm-hmm. like that adrenaline rush when you see everyone in the fucking audience know every word for yes. like the whole set is yes. just crazy yes and yeah there's they're gonna keep going it for a while probably mm-hmm. um but yeah it's like it wasn't a rock show. It wasn't a rap show that tried to be like a rock show. It was just a fucking rock show. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's fucking great. Um, Go see them. Yeah. Please. Also see them live. Go see them. Um, and then number one is Childish Gambino. Woo! Yeah. That was that was a special show. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I mean, it's like, especially, I'm like more sentimental about it. Like, if it is his last live tour mm-hmm. that he ever does, um, which I highly doubt. Cause he just loves that shit probably so much, mm-hmm. but yeah, from the lighting, the lighting to the set good. he did to the fucking, just like his like he also felt it too like he was being really sentimental about it like he like opened up and shit, and he I don't know I could tell for somehow from us being like so far away that like he was enjoying that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I will forever have the image of him jumping up and down like as hard as possible while the crowd is doing the same i forgot what song it was because it wasn't this is america but this is america when this is america went off yeah that was that was like everyone lost their shit yeah but it was another song it was like a song from like either camp or like one of his earlier ones like royalty or something like that yeah and he was jumping up and down and the band was playing and they would stop and they would come back and they would do the same energy over and over again and the crowd was following him like that image of like somebody controlling a room like that 
will forever stand in the whole arena. Like, yeah, like he just owned the crowd that entire night. And even like the oh, the Ray Schremer was great. Like they were doing crazy shit. Like, and then he comes on, he's doing crazy shit. And it's two different styles of music. I was thinking, like, I don't great. know if he could like how much crazier the wild, the crowd could have gone after Ray Schremer. Yeah. But then like, yeah, it went nuts. Childish Gambino. It went fucking yeah, nuts. That one from wrong. I'm surprised you didn't put Astroworld. But that was, it was close. I mean, maybe it was because like I had seen it already so much yeah. on social media before live, so I was already expecting all that shit. It's cool. Yeah, Definitely. it was great. Yeah, it was great. It was a great show. Yeah, um, Scorpion I, I probably could have been on there. Honorable I mean, mention. Jitsy Scorpion. Yeah. I forgot that you saw Scorpion. Yeah. That was a cool stage uh, stage design. Anybody surprise you? Like you just didn't expect. To, oh like, I, well, um, surprises. Yeah. Uh, like you were thinking like oh it's gonna be a whatever show and then you turn out like oh no it's gonna be a great show no not really not this year yeah okay. I mean it's like unless I, cause I usually don't hear about shows mm-hmm. I guess afterwards unless someone gets shot or something crazy nope. really happens you know whose show surprised the fuck out of me who Bohan's roommate Jackery oh yeah was that this year yeah okay it was like that was, that was a great show yeah that was, I mean, they're great. Yeah, that was yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah I remember did that. not expect that. Yeah. Uh, that was an amazing show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was, I convinced you to come off the strength of one song. Yeah. I think. And no, no, because like, Bohan was performing. So you told me Bohan's performance. I was like, oh, oh show okay, up. okay, gotcha. Definitely. There's gotcha. a homie performing. So gotcha. I went out and I dapped up Bohan. He was like, yo, you got to check out my roommate. And I like walked in and his like starts going off. I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No, this is this is a moment <laughs> that I'm sharing. Yeah. Um, um, I did have two honorable mentions, Amalu, who's a singer from England, and then Wicked Willow, which is a rock band that my friend Steve's in, actually. Nice. Yeah. Both shows good, shit. So good. good shit. I'm su- yeah, good shit. Um, okay, so for what I did, probably not as upbeat, yeah. because you know me. Yeah, let's go. I did uh, instrumental albums or projects just in general. Uh, some of these you've heard me talk about. Some of these you probably haven't. And one of them is kind of contradictory. But how many of them have song titles of like W34000141? Not many. Uh, I didn't include Joe Lolo, uh, but they, they're great too. So to start it off, uh, the Midnight Kids Instrumentals. The Midnight are this band that like do like, or I guess group, that do uh, like 80s inspired production. Like okay. super like, like you know Drive? Yeah. Like that kind of like production. Okay. Uh, when they have people sing on top of it, it's always over the top like EDM singer, you know, kind of vocals where it's like super like, oh, like I'm going to sing as hard as possible about Do this. that again? That sounds like someone oh, dying. Oh, oh. Like, like they sing so passionately about a topic that doesn't make any, like do, does not matter at all. Like I'm going to live tonight because tonight's the only night that I need to live. Oh, okay, Shut yeah. the fuck up, It's out, that bro. pointless yeah. pop shit. Okay. But then you hear the instrument and you're like, whoa, what, is, what are they doing in the background? Yeah. And they always release their instrumental albums and I always listen to their gotcha. instrumental albums. Where are they from? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I haven't yeah. looked into it. I haven't looked into any of these people okay, like that okay, deeply. Okay. Yeah. But, how did you find them? Uh, I actually found them because I heard one of their songs before they kind of got big and they only had instrumentals. Yeah. Uh, and I heard it and I was like, yo, this is exactly the vibe I was looking for for a long time. Like, I yeah. wanted to hear it have like an 80s synth heavy kind of production group that I could go back to. Okay. Like, listen to. Because every once in a while, you, there's like a vibe you kind of look for. Yeah. And I was looking Not for that. And Usually I don't find it. Yeah, that's yeah. So when I found yeah, it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I have to. Who yeah, are these yeah, people? Yeah. And I found them, and I found their SoundCloud. Their SoundCloud is like pretty much nothing but instrumentals, but their uh, Spotify. All these you can find on Spotify, so you got lucky. Okay. Um, you can find, and it's I thought it was great. Nice. Um, this the guy, huh? the, the Midnight, yeah. yeah. This guy named Brock Berrigan, and the album's Brock called The Narrows. Berrigan. Brock Berrigan's been around for a while, and he's actually been popular for a while, but kind of like. In a scene, I guess, that we're not really too privy on, it's like an SP-12 kind of scene that's not even California. It's like a weird... SP-12? Yeah, SP-1200. It's like the... Um, oh, SP-1200. Okay. So his is more like... He does innovative things with like boom bap kind of sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And the Narrows, I think, is is the album that I listen to. It yeah. has some great albums, great tracks on there. That's just great to... Is like, that the project name again? Uh, the Narrows. Okay. To like just vibe out to. Yeah. You know? If... A lot of these I listen to just because if I'm doing work, I don't want to hear like somebody yelling in my ear. Yeah. I'd rather just listen to like instrumentals. And this yeah. is one of the like, albums I listen to a lot. Can you like group it in the uh, Soul Quarian sound? 
Yeah, it, I would actually put it just in the soul clearing sound. Yeah. Uh, but I would also add a little bit more like a professor, uh, what's his name, large professor yeah. kind of feel to it because so the, like drums come, drums. the drums come yeah, yeah. in pretty hard. Okay. Uh, and the, the actual samples, he doesn't really give too much fucks about like distorting them or anything. Yeah. And I love that. I love to yeah. sample this kind of stuff. Okay. Like. Uh, so the next one is this is actually a collaboration project. Between this guy named I don't know guy growl whatever yeah. Cloud Cord and Sal, uh, Soul Food Horns. I've been trying Soul to find who the Soul Food Horns are because yeah. that's such a great name. Yeah. I think they're a jazz band, but okay. it, I don't know. And the project's called Koi Pond. It is start to finish like just if you're into like jazzy art, like jazzy R and B ish type production, mm-hmm. you will love them because like. Dude, you should the just learn how to crazy. DJ and just fucking DJ rooftop bars in the summer in the <laughs> just do, like I feel like low key, shit. like that's that's really what they want. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, yeah, dude, this is like I I listen to most of my music when I'm doing stuff, so yeah. like to have yeah. you know. But this, I'm telling you, bro, this one Koi Pond, Koi Pond. like is one of the ones that I would say if you if you don't list remember what's any the sig- other what's the first name Cloud Chord. So C L U C L O U D C H O R D. One word, cloud Wow. Yeah. yeah. But Soul Food Horns, it's not like a sounds like a Zanga shit. Name. Huh? Yeah, it does, like right? Name. Yeah. He just got, he joined MySpace and never left. Yeah. Um, I talked about the next one two weeks ago, yeah. On Rod, No One Has to Know. Yeah. That's when I said feels like a late night in like Vietnam. Yeah. Like back in like right. 80s R&B era. It's still great. I listened to it the other day and I was like, oh yeah, no, this, is, this deserves to be on this list because yeah. it's still fire. On Raz is a great producer in his own right, and he deserves to have a bigger name. I feel like people need to rap over his shit. Yeah. He's one of the people where I feel like, why aren't you producing for people? But, you know, some of them don't want to. I struggle so. with that so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, the next one is the one that I say is controversial, because I don't know whether or not it should be included in an instrumental album. Why? But it's the Blaze Dance Hall. Oh. Now, they do sing a couple of times on top. Uh, I mean, a, lot of the pro- a lot of the project is just silent. It depends what you consider an instrumental album, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. I would consider an instrumental album because they're producers. They're not singers. But no, but one of them is a singer. But not like... He like he's a producer first, but also sings. Singer, yeah. That's so I kind of wails. I would say right, yeah, like technically singing. Yeah, singing, singing. <laughs> though, like. But yeah, I would. He, yeah, dude. It, I love that album. Yeah, I think you I run. Really, I was thinking about adding that. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Ron, for for giving yeah, us that us one. That, yeah, uh, the the visuals are fire. Oh yeah, yeah. Go out and look at all the Blaze visuals. Yeah, they're like, all very similar, but also very all really bro, well done. So good, yeah. so good. Uh, the next one is this guy named Fujitsu. His okay. album's called Coral Two, uh, Corals Two. Uh, Corals One was my one of my favorite albums when it came out. I think like 2016, mm-hmm. uh, and now it's 2018. I feel like you mentioned this to me. I did. Yeah. Uh, because one of the songs is like one of those tracks that you hear everywhere, but yeah. you don't know if anybody's gonna rap over it. You just hear people like praise it. Yeah. I forgot what it's called, but it's like who's praising it. Like a lot of like you just hear like it's on a lot of like uh, different playlists is on uh, lot, like it's like one of those ones like it's everywhere like everybody's yeah. like oh if I need another track I'll just put Fujitsu on it okay. and boom it's, it's good right um, the next one I've been following this guy since like super deep SoundCloud days yeah his name was Swum S W U M yeah I've heard that name before yeah yeah the album's called Swimming yeah really good. Uh, he kind of departure from his usual stuff because usually he does like remixes of other tracks and just mm-hmm. does like the selection edits to it, you know, make them deeper, you know, add a drum track or something like that. But in this one, he actually went all out and did a good, really good, really good job nice. at what he was doing. Uh, the next one is one that you put me on to, Against All Logic, 2012. Oh, I was thinking about adding that to my favorite albums. Yeah. Yeah fire like yeah. there's it's not that long. i was like but 10 tracks yeah the only i think one of the majors i didn't like put it out because like it's supposed to be the older songs that came out during that yeah. gap but but yeah. i mean for a year as a collection I'm glad you, you put it on there. yeah as a collection it's, it's mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. like yeah i it's have mad, gone yeah. back to it over and over and over again it's one of those one uh projects where if a song comes up on your randomized like playlist or whatever yeah. you're not mad you just kind of play it out yeah. you know you never skip it uh, the next one is a guy that we've been following since like high school, who's now like a full fledged producer. It's like Gabriel. Yeah. Fire, bro. Like Gabriel. Yeah. You know from like uh from Pac Div. Oh oh yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gabriel. Yeah. He dropped two or three projects here, but I think Gabriel. Yeah, he drops them really quietly, but yeah. they're all really good. Gabriel, I think, is his top shelf kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I talked about the next two people. 
multiple times this year. Uh, I've actually played this guy's stuff for you guys uh, after the podcast. But it's Joey Picaro. I can never say his name right. Joey Picario. Yeah. So it's J-O-E-Y space P-E-C-O-R-A-R-O. And the album is called Music for Happiness. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Nice. I like way chill like beats and stuff like that. And his stuff is interesting, chill still, but the drum patterns aren't repetitive. It doesn't sound like he was just like, oh, here's a great melody. Let me just throw a stupid drum track on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's sometimes when you listen to these types of beats and like instrumental tapes, it's like, oh, this is a great melody. The drum track is just the most boring, monotonous thing. Like seven yeah. tracks in a row have the same drum pattern. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. You got to be a little bit better. Like I understand you're really good at the keys. Right. You never really took the time to do drums. But you got to be really good at you know, both. He successfully does that. And I, I like his stuff. And I always say... You know, when it comes on, I'm like, okay, I should go back and find some more. And the last guy is Jazzy Enough Dazzle. I talked about Jazzy Enough uh, the other day, uh, the, like two episodes ago, two, yeah. three episodes ago. Uh, Dazzle is the album that I was speaking about. Uh, big fan. It's a cool name. Yeah. Some of the most beautiful, like, uses of samples. Um, great drum patterns. Uh, great use of just like space and sound and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I highly suggest you go look up all these guys. But if there's one guy you should look up for sure, I would say Jazzy Enough. I need to make a playlist of all these albums. Listen to it when the MTA just stops working on me. Bro, it's they'll do the job. They'll do the job. And they're all on Spotify. I try to do something where you can find them easily. You don't have to go through different like streaming mediums. All these albums are probably on all the streaming sites. But... I know for sure that they're definitely all on Spotify. Yeah. So you just go on Spotify and find them. Um, Perfect. So, yep. And now we can return back to our top five, five albums of, of the year. year. Year, year, year. So I started out. I'll start out again. All so right. last one, number six, was Playboy Cardi Die Lit. Number five is Pusha T Daytona. Woo! Uh, really? Yeah. You have it higher or lower? I don't have it. Uh, oh, Daytona's fire. Like seven tracks. Oh, each track is fire. Okay. Okay. I, I don't want to say each track I mean, is we, fire, we more fire yeah, than the we, other. The, but yeah, the production is cool. Production is amazing, but if you cool. know, you know. Yeah, like, come on, that's great. Cool. Uh, infrared's great. I don't know, man. Uh, what would like you do is great. He, it was one of the weaker like collection of beats of the whole Good Music run. Oh, I disagree. Yeah? Yeah, I think Nazir is probably the weakest. I really like Nazir's production. Really? Yeah, I didn't uh, like his raps. I like the production a lot. I didn't like the production. Okay. I was. I was that's where the divide is. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, but yeah, Pusha, Pusha's Pusha, album was yeah, good. I thought it was it great. Was I thought he, he came in and was solid. Yeah. Like his, his delivery was me, great. The, the rhymes were great. Like it was just right. like a really tight album. Seven tracks. Every track was like worth it. Right. It's just to me, he's like. He's someone who's like the like black thought in my mind where like when he does decide to rap. Because he doesn't rap as much. He's the fucking head of good mm-hmm. music. Blah, blah, blah. Black Thought is now part of the late night show band. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Like, people are like, oh my god, this guy can fucking rap. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, he's one of the greatest. And this is like what we all know that he could fucking rap, mm-hmm. I guess. So it's just like, that's, I feel like a lot of the hype for a lot of No, I think a lot, a lot of the people. hype was just because of how tight it was. Like, Pusha T's released multiple albums. They've all been pretty good to me. The problem with his albums is that they run long and that they also are like, there's so. Do you like My Name is My Name? I like all of his albums. Yeah. The problem that, though is do you that. you think they, that was too long? I think they all run long. Oh, okay. But the thing is, like, this was tight, seven tracks. This is what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Pusha. Like, yeah, like, like, I got a refined Pusha T. Like, okay. was, this is what, if, if you were looking for Pusha T, if, okay. somebody, if somebody was like, yo, point to me to the best, like, example of Actually, Pusha T, I would point to Daytona. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I didn't even think about this because I've been listening mm-hmm. to Pusha for so long. But like, if this was the first Pusha T album you listened to, which it probably was for a lot of kids, yeah. like it's a dope. It's intro. a great introduction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I got. I got to stop comparing it to like all of his other shit. Oh no! I mean, it definitely is not. In no sense. hell happened. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. Um. So I guess I'll do number five now. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is the album is the same name as the artist. It's a French duo named Her. Um, just no periods like the artist, um, the, the singer, um, it's just H E R. Um, one of the guys actually passed earlier this year. Um, I forget why he died. I think it was either. Uh, yeah, why'd you die, bro? I don't know. Was it cancer? Let's see. 
the yeah, death from cancer. Uh, I don't know what kind of cancer it was. Um, but so he died, and then so the guy was left to finish the album on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole album is just so good. It's just uh, one of them is a singer. Um, it's not heavy on singing though, but it's really funky. Um, it's not something I've ever heard from any other country. Um, and yeah, I just, I've listened to this album so much and just like, it's great for parties. It's great for almost any mood, basically. Yeah. That's crazy. I, yeah. I need to check this out. That's the album you told me about that I haven't checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Bad move. James. Fucking up, man. Be better. <laughs> All right. So we'll move to number four. Yeah. My number four is Tierra Whack, Whack World. Mm. A 15 minute album that. I think changed my whole perspective on social media, uh, of rollouts, of everything. Yeah. She did it all. She is crazy good. There's a reason Meek Mill shouted her out like yeah, on that right. Twitter thing. Like ago. she's amazing. She's amazing live. She's amazing on record. Yeah. Um, there's in a minute each. There's so much that she displayed in 15 tracks that yeah. people, other people can't do. She jumped from sound to sound to sound to sound and only gave you a snippet of it. Yeah. Almost like whetting your appetite for what she's going to do when she has like a, a big, a longer release. Not a bigger, but a longer release. Yeah. Um, Super Ugly is still one of my favorite songs of the year. Yeah. Um, the way it begins, the way the album ends, like everything about it in between is just amazing. Go Dude, listen like a country song, basically. Yeah. I mean, it sounds bro. amazing, like. The album's crazy. Is this? So I wonder good? if she put it out. I mean, she couldn't really have put it out any other way. But if she only put out the songs without the videos, I didn't know about the videos. Oh, really? when I first heard it, I didn't. All I saw wow. was people talking okay. about Tiara Wack because I was like, yeah. "Who is this person?" Yeah. Never heard of her, and then I listened gotcha. to the album. And I was like, "Oh, this is fire." Gotcha. Then he told me about the videos, and I was yeah. like, "What?" That's when. Yeah. I okay. Videos. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's still a fucking great album. Otherwise, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was just huge when that video dropped yeah. yeah it's fucking well put together like everything about it yeah. is great uh number four for me is TDE's sir his album november yeah um i think sir and lance skywalker are like very kind of forgotten and very slept on out of the td group they do definitely like the more left field shit and i feel like they even like really sign them to like probably write and like help out everyone else which yeah. is really smart but their solo shit is also so fucking good to me um, he has a song called Devils, yeah. which is like such a great flip of a classic reggae sample. And mm-hmm. it's probably like my, like last year's was, um, fuck, Alex Molly's song with Mellow X. It was like my favorite, like smoking song of that year. And then this song, this year is probably Devils. Yeah, like. it's crazy good. But then like the whole album is just like, it's a different part, like brand of like R&B, how like 40 and like Drake made their own like sound within R&B kind of. And like they, he has his own different sound. It's a little weird, but it's fucking, it's so dope. It works. Yeah, it's weird, me, but it yeah. works yeah. definitely. Um, I highly suggest too. The Devils is amazing track. Yeah, literally that that reggae flip is. Crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, amazing. Um, so my number three is Saint John Collection One. Uh, this is a project that wow. kind of yeah yeah. I really like that project. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a project that kind of sl- was slept on this year, but he is kind of gaining some traction. Dude, he's been touring really well. Pretty heavily. Yeah. 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 Like, there's so many songs on this project yeah. that I come back to, and I'm just like, yeah, this is great as well. Like, I heard, like, uh, Too Lit last night is probably, like, the, the number one song I go back to. Um but there's so many. Uh, God bless the ratchets. Yeah. Like stuff like 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 yep. this. And he's funny. Like that's the like his song yeah. titles are funny. And they they're catchy. Yeah. But the, but the music itself is it's sincere good, yeah. and genuine and stays with you. It's a long lasting. Yeah. It's like um, cool rock art. Rock, like, exactly. Rock, yeah. yeah. And like he has a new single called McDonald's Rich. Like it's the whole thing is just like everything he does is really dope. And I like the stages and I yeah. like what he's trying to do. So yeah. I, I'm really excited. And he's a good guy, too, because I met him. I did an interview with him at South By mm-hmm. a couple of years ago for Cinematic, which never came out. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a good guy, yeah, too. He seems like he's yeah. like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, number three for me, which you probably have higher, is Octavian Spaceman. Yep. Yeah. Um, I knew it was going to be in your top five somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this album was everything I expected from him when I first heard him a year ago. And 
it's dope that he collabed with BBC on it mm-hmm. and did a whole shirt. Um, I just hope bigger and better things in 2019, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Octavian Spaceman. Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> like, there's too much I can say about this, yeah. but uh, Sleep Fire. Uh, you see it? Yeah. Literally ridiculous it's like an inferno like it it, there's so many moments where i was actually kind of down on octavian because i love party here but i thought some of the singles were a little bit too uh, i don't even know how to describe it i thought they were a little too singy i thought they were a little too like melodramatic in some ways some senses and i thought that maybe he was getting like fanfare for how good party here was kind of you know was kind of dripping into this other songs like Mm. oh like this is good because octavian did it and octavian did party here right but when you hear this album you're like yeah, he probably should have released more singles from this joint because they're fire. Like what the the whole like like ambiance of the album. Mm-hmm. It's nonstop. Like yeah. great beats, uh, just great moment after great moment after great moment. I can't even describe it anymore. Like yeah. he's great. His production is different. His vocals are different. Uh, the I the concept of no sleep to have like an actual like gangster rapper rap hard while he's singing in the background this is like fucking genius yeah. like it's great yeah uh, but so yeah I, I'm a big big fan yeah my fear of his was that he was so good at melodies that I thought he was gonna get caught up with that and like not really deliver on lyrics mm-hmm. but the lyrics on this album were fucking incredible yeah um, and he's still mad young too so yeah, he's, he's gonna have a lot more so. yeah um, number two for me is Bakar Bad Kid mm-hmm um, I almost put this at number one, but I'll tell you why I put number one at one. But yeah, this album was um, exciting for me. Probably r- really exciting in the sense that he is what the future of the music that I'm going to be into is going to sound like because he clearly has hip hop influences, but it's clearly rock influenced and it's just, it makes something that I've never really heard before. Um, and I could see this like ringing off in like fucking basement parties to like stadiums. So yeah, he's uh, he's in New York too. So hopefully we'll meet up with him at some point. Yeah. yeah, the way that he sounds like Block Party, but yeah, dope. Like but like rap version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me an instant fan because I love Block Party, or at yeah. least I love the first album. I don't. Right. I haven't listened to other stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. It didn't make my list, but it was yeah. definitely like a consideration for sure. Um, you ready for number ones? Let's do it. I wish right, that fucking button was working. Yeah. All right. So my number one, I said it when the album came out. Yeah. I texted you when I was on the train and listened to it. It's Kaliuch's yeah. Isolation. Yeah. By far the only album I can say this year, there's not a single bad song at all. Yeah. I almost put that on my list yeah. too. There's not a single bad song. She came hard and she... There's just not enough I can say about how yeah. good this album is. Took me totally by surprise. I liked her first project, but I didn't think I was going to be like, oh yeah, in 2018, the Kali Ushis drop in like March is going to be my favorite album of the year. Yeah, right. But I listened to it again like from start to finish while I was going through this list, and I was just like, yeah, every song's fire. Like, yeah. There's nothing like, there's not a bad moment here. Um, she's amazing. And if this is just her still like beginning, because it's only her second album, and she's still very young. Yeah. Yo, I think we're looking yeah, at something big here. Yeah. Like, uh, there's songwriting is amazing, the production's amazing. Her singing in Spanish is fire. Her singing in English is fire. Like, there's like what bad chinks in her armor are there? I don't like, know why she didn't. She didn't put out more music or wasn't featured on more songs. Yeah, like, I she could have killed. She's it. gonna do the same thing that Drum did. When Drum dropped the project, uh, yeah, yeah. and then after that project, yeah, everyone was, was like, "Oh, that's great." He was on everybody's yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. Or Ty Dolla like yeah. this year until he got arrested. I can see that. Yeah, you know? I hope she does. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, she's got the rings. Yeah phenomenal and like yeah. nothing felt trite there's some like R&B project that came out this year where it was like yes your music is good but it sounds so derivative of something else right. it sounds like you just kind of have a box you put yourself in that box and you may try to make it she was like fuck that yeah. I'm gonna do anything and everything I want yeah. and it all came out good she's a fucking song with George Clinton and Ty and, uh, Ty the Creator and it's yeah. great Yeah, it's a great yeah. song yeah. like it's there's so many good things on here. Port of Miami is a great song too. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, and she performed the whole album like great live. Too. Yeah. So yeah. when you said that she was on your list, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be funny when I say exactly. number one. 
But yeah, I said it back in March. I said it like in one of our first episodes. I was like, yeah, this is probably going to be my album of the year. Yeah, it yeah. is my album of the year. There you go. It held out. I think this was also on like a couple lists for like publications, like yeah. top five albums. Bro, it, it has to be. Yeah. It's, yeah. It demands That it. was one that I was like happy to see because, yeah. you know, some of these lists got their shit fucked up. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, number one for me is a producer, Stefan Pontz. Hmm. Uh, the album's called The Boy Who Fell From Earth. Hmm. And... I didn't, this wasn't like the first album that came to mind when I started working on this list, but as I was going back, I looked at it, and then I looked at every song that was on it, and I remember every time basically a song from this album would come on my iPod, like random and shuffle, like I would never hit skip, and it's, he pulls in all these amazing artists, I like never heard of like probably three or four of them, it's not very long, it's like a six, seven song project, and every song is just so well done, and I just did like looked him up real quick and he produced like Childish Gambino's 3005. Oh, wow. He produced a bunch of songs for Chance and like Vic Mensa and like all these other guys. And he, I, yeah, he's just a name that I'm going to, pro- we're probably all going to see like more like maybe working on movies, fucking soundtracks and like his shit, other artist shit. He's probably going to be more like in the background, but this album was just so good. I'm yeah. excited to listen to it. I actually yeah. haven't listened to it. Yeah. I probably heard tracks. Probably, yeah. But I haven't listened yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. There's our top 10. Any uh, albums in the next year that you're looking forward to? <sighs> Not another Eminem album. Yeah, I can tell yeah. you that one. Sure Never. Though. Please. Please, yeah. Marshall. That, that little seven minute freestyle thing that he did. No, what the fuck you. was that? Um, was that a joke? I hope it was. It's not a well delivered joke. Somebody said, like, yo, dude, hit them with that rap, the lyrical miracle shit. Yeah, right. And he starts rapping. And it's like, ooh. Um, an album I'm looking forward to Port of Miami, too. Oh, Rick Ross. Ross. Yeah. Oh, shit. If it doesn't drop this year, that shit. I'm, I've been waiting for new Rick Ross for a while. Um, Manny Fresh is supposed to drop at some point, I think. That's crazy. Yeah, um, I don't know. Nothing really else. I'm looking forward to Sade. Oh, uh, yeah. They're supposed to be dropping something. Yeah, yeah. And Flying Lotus may drop before the end of this year, okay. may drop early next year. I didn't year. know he had another album. Yeah, he's, he, was, he was complaining on Twitter that he wanted to just drop the album. Oh, okay. But I don't know what that means. So, yeah, those two, nice. definitely. Uh, once again, you guys, thank you for this full year. Actually, no, it hasn't been a full year. March will be a full year. Yeah, but we're Dude, close. Should we do another episode in three weeks? Because like eight other projects are gonna drop. Yeah, <laughs> top ten albums of the last three weeks. Yeah, guys, ready? Um, yeah, seriously, thank you guys for everything. It's been a great year, twenty eighteen. Yeah, uh, looking it's forward to twenty nineteen. Honestly, our number one albums were both Airplane Mode, PS forty eight. Yeah, what the look fuck? It up. Um, and yeah, hit them with our socials, bro. PS4080, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, mm-hmm. Facebook. Untapped. Um, fucking, I want to do, let's see, how weird can we get here? Mm. Should we start buying planets? Farmers only. Farmers only? What does yeah. that mean? It's, a, it's like Tinder, but only for farmers. Oh, yeah. you never seen the commercials? No, what? This is a real thing? Yeah, they're super obnoxious about it. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, are you tired of those cities? There's a demand for farmers to date bro, each other? Oh yeah. You know how fucking many miles they live apart from each other? Like, I yeah, guess, right. Yeah, but don't they all meet up at like fucking... Hoedowns? Yeah, wow. This is, <laughs> this is quickly going down a slippery slope here that we should probably step back from. We're always of like pro like KKK and then like how I do, yeah the KKK legend right yeah. yeah where's your membership card <laughs> um but yeah and uh, Pornhub because we're still gonna s- support fucking all the drill music videos that exactly. can't be hosted on, on YouTube. YouTube yeah uh, thank you guys for everything you guys have a good Christmas a Merry Christmas if you had a good Hanukkah hope you had a good Hanukkah. You celebrate Kwanzaa. Have a good Do you, I don't know anyone who celebrates No, I don't Kwanzaa. celebrate Kwanzaa. And ha- of course, have a happy new year. Yeah. Come on. Watching me.